This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. I hope everybody had a fantastic 420. You know I did. You were here with me. I got incredibly stoned on the stream. A little tipsy as well. I didn't think that I would make it much further than like 9 o'clock. But I actually did stay up to like midnight or something like that. Honest to God, I can't find the playlist. Oh, 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 it's in this video. My bad. It seemed like it was a little loud. Still working out the kinks. I think all my graphics now work. We had some issues on yesterday's show as I unveiled my new Troll Patrol logo and graphics. Nothing worked. The chat was floating all around the box and everything. Everything works now. It's Let's make sure. We're going to... There we go. Yeah. Everything looks great. Do I have all my toys back? Can I call people morons? Oh, right wingers are morons. Uh, What does Rudy Giuliani have to say about this? Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yeah, I got all my toys back. Yay! Would you like to check in? I'm still I'm still getting everything going with the smoky cam. Oh, he's asleep. That's a that's a shot of his ear. Hey Smokey. <laughs> Get you a good shot of the smokesters looking right in the camera. I'm logging this smoky cam idea. We're just going to check in with Smokey throughout the show. <laughs> he doesn't look very happy about it, though. Smokey, are you not happy about the Smokey camera? Shit. And he just goes back to sleep. That's what you get from cats. Lazy bastards is what they are. Okay, so we had fun yesterday. I'm sorry. It doesn't make for very good... Um, Make for very good programming. If I flip over to the smoky camera and it's just his ear. It twitched when I said his name. Did you notice that? He, he knows. He knows. So I wanted to wake him up so he could actually get a face shot of Smokey. As if he hasn't been sleeping all goddamn day. So yesterday, I purposely... We didn't do any any kind of hard news other than watching the... Chauvin verdict. I do highly recommend going back to the exact moment when I realize on stream that we're getting ready to see him walked out of the courtroom in cuffs. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Now, I thought the defense was going to make a motion to allow him to stay free on bond pending uh, appeal or pending sentencing. I thought they were going to throw something at it. I didn't think the judge would grant it, but they didn't even... They didn't even try. Maybe there's something going on in Minnesota law that I do not know about. Now, I do have a story up. You're going to notice. I already have a story. This is from January 27th, 2013. 
you may be wondering why that story is relevant. It is. Trust me. We're going to get into that, but I'm, I'm trying to avoid it. I am not high enough for what is getting ready to happen because it is going to be a downer show, and I apologize for that. It's not my fault. The cops are out here shooting people willy-nilly, and I had to sit here putting together a show for tonight and decide which cop shooting of a child, of a fucking child, to talk about first. That there were multiple to talk about. It breaks my heart. Yes, we're going to, we're going to get into the story of the 16-year-old young lady child child that was shot by cops in Columbus. Also, the hospital shooting uh, like what? 2 weeks ago now was in Columbus. But we're also going to talk about a few lesser-known instances, especially in Knoxville. Something is fucked up in Knoxville. They have released the body cam footage. We are going to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. Police in Knoxville killed a 17-year-old. We know they lied. We know for a fact they lied. They called him a school shooter. Then it came out that the cop apparently shot himself because the original reports were that a cop was shot and they made it seem like the student shot him. We're the only like first world country that does have armed patrol police. You can look up fucking videos from the UK and shit. Also, that was one of my graphics that didn't work yesterday for some reason. And I thought it looked so cool because I did the color change on it. I was so upset that it didn't work yesterday. And I'm like, why? But you can go watch videos from other countries of just people beating the shit out of cops. There's one from the UK. I fucking love it. It takes like 20 cops to subdue a guy. And he beats the fuck out of them before they do. I think he was an MMA fighter, if I don't remember, or a strongman or something. And I remember, like, it's just like a little scrawny cop about my size. I, 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 it's seared in my memory. He gets his baton just like, whoosh, like he's going to do something. Starts beating that guy with the baton. And like the dude, it doesn't phase him. I, I think he was drunk or something. Like, it was a rugby match or some shit like that. Because, or soccer. I don't know, people over there in Europe love to fuck each other up over soccer. But who are we to talk? We kill each other for sport here in the U.S. Not high enough for this shit. Speaking of which, I smoked every last speckle of marijuana that I had on stream last night with you, Fox. Oh, oh shit, here's Smokey. Here's Smokey. 
buddy. But luckily for me, I'm putting my pot dealer through college. Putting my pot dealer. I'm putting his kids through college. So it's just a phone call away. Okay, you're on my cord, dude. Okay, you can sit there. We got news to talk about. Oh, they say hi to you in the chat, Smokey. He took a shit this morning and it stunk. Like he strutted through here and I'm like, Ooh, dude. Went and immediately emptied the litter box. What you been eating? Huh? Right. City says cop had no duty to protect subway hero who subdued killer. Now this is a story from January 27th, 2013. He says he put his life on the line to stop a killer and claims cops sat back and watched. But city lawyers are arguing that the police had no legal duty to protect Joseph Lazetto, the Long Island dad stabbed seven times trying to subdue a madman. A judge is currently deciding whether Lozetto, who sued the city last year for failing to prevent the attack, will get his day in court. So the city and the Supreme Court has ruled on this as well in other cases. I believe the most famous one is a domestic abuse case. The Supreme Court has ruled the cops have no duty to protect you. This specifically, this specifically is a man who was getting stabbed. The cops were on a different subway car and didn't come to his car. They watched him continue to get stabbed. And in court argued no duty to protect someone who is getting stabbed. So doesn't that kind of shoot down the argument the cop was justified because he was trying to prevent a stabbing? Content warning, fuckers. We're getting ready to see some incredibly graphic video. Now, I've only, apparently they released like a 20 second, very edited clip yesterday. This is more of the body camera footage that we're seeing today. So I I watched the heavily edited clip where it's just like, cop, shoot, bang, down. So this is the uh, extended clip. We're going to see exactly what happens. Apparently, like he shoots just as soon as he gets out of the car. So mainly this is the aftermath. We're not going to actually see what leads up to this. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 get down, get down, get down, get down. No, you ain't shoot my fucking baby. You shot my baby. Hey. that Regina Perkins sent to Anthony Thompson uh, on that day. Right here, you can see the... I sent... 
think there are laws that prohibit us from releasing tapes, but I think we need to change those laws, address those laws, clarify those laws. We need to find a way to come together. So I... Well, clearly they can release tapes when they want to. I They will always release body camera footage when they think it backs up them. I've seen it a million times. We saw it in Columbus. They, if they feel they're justified because she had a knife, they release the body camera footage. I'm going to ask for opinions on rules 3.6 and 3.8, both of which deal with pre-trial publicity, which is my big ethical concern. I'm going to ask for an attorney general's opinion on the statutes dealing with the confidentiality of TBI files, which I think is really pertinent and relevant in this case. The current court order that's being... I don't believe I like her, just based on first impressions. ...to release these tapes today. Uh, I don't think addresses this issue at all. Uh, I think that's a completely different court order. However, I think we can modify that court order to give us guidance in situations like this that will help with this situation. I want to talk about the possibility of having officers sign a due process waiver in all officer-involved shootings. And lastly, I'm committing to working with both the chief and the sheriff to come up with policies and procedures so we all get to the same place at the same time. So, I'm working. Once again, this is in Knoxville. Uh, Cop killed a child again. Uh, outcome for this community. Going they forward. lied about it. We know they lied about it. They framed him as a school shooter. That's not true. We still don't really know what happened. Anthony Thompson on April the 12th. This case involves uh, Anthony Thompson, a 17-year-old... Anthony Thompson is the deceased, the victim. Four KPD officers, Officer Brian Baldwin, Lieutenant Stan Cash, uh, Officer Jonathan Claybo, and Officer Adam Wilson. What I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't say Claybo. I didn't say it fucking hick enough. And, as usual, you will each have a press packet to take with you. You will actually have some additional things in your press packet that I'm not even showing in the PowerPoint. It's up to you to decide whether you want to release that through your own media outlets or not. Um, she doesn't seem very professional, does she? The beginning of the day and what really transpired at Austin East and caused Anthony Thompson to lose his life. At about 1230 at Austin East High School, um, Anthony Thompson got into a domestic, a, a domestic squabble with uh, another student. They got into that at about 12.30. They had another domestic incident at 12.48. These two... By her saying domestic incident, does she mean like it's a, like a girlfriend, a significant other or something, and they had some sort of uh, altercation, I assume... I'm not sure she knows what the... She should know the meaning of the word domestic. Domestic assaults that occurred at 1230 and 1248... Assaults. ...are the impetus to, to this whole day's trajectory. Um, I'm not going to show those domestic assaults, but that is one of the things that will be in each of your packets. You can show it if you want. You Show! Um, as a result of these domestic assaults, the victim in these assaults left school. She didn't feel safe being in school. She wanted to go home. She got permission to leave, and she did. She left. She went home. She told her mother. She told her mother what had happened at the school. Her mother 
Regina Perkins, then Tex Anthony Thompson. It's Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You just, whoa. Like, you totally know who the, who the, she went to great pains not to say the minor's name, totally gave the parent's name out. What, what in the fuck is going on here? That happens out of, um, I'm going to move over here so you guys can see. That's the first thing that happened as a result of these domestic assaults. If I have the first slide. This is the text that Regina Thompson sent, to, that Regina Perkins sent to Anthony Thompson uh, on that day. Right here, you can see the reason it says 10-11 is because that's the time we took the photo of her phone. Um, but this is the day in question. Uh, if you could go through and bring it out, highlight it for me, please. Thank you. Uh, on, at 1:16, this is the text that uh, Regina, Regina Perkins sent to Anthony Thompson. You better stop what you're doing now. You were disrespectful ASF and I'll call the police. I'm done with your threats to my daughter and you put your GD hands on her. Uh, you step foot on my property and you will go to jail, period. You will be blocked and goodbye. Anthony Thompson's response, get off my phone, girl. Her response- This, this is- Next slide. You will see that we're continuing on. Uh, this is a continuation. She then says bye. This is just gossip. He responds with two emojis. Uh, W-I-O-B, and she tells him, I'm on the phone with Officer Carlos. So this is the first notice that Anthony, Thomas ha Anthony Thompson has that the police are involved or the police are coming. This is what starts the whole trajectory in motion. Um, what I want to do is show you what is happening with the police at the same time of showing you what Anthony Thompson is doing in response. We're going to go. I feel like what, it, like she has completely destroyed any case against anybody for anything in this instance. This slide, this next slide is going to show you security footage from Austin East High School. We are starting at 117. The reason we're starting at 117 is because Regina Perkins sent that text at 116. You're going to see him walking around the halls in this video, and then you're going to see his response as soon as he receives. I've been doing text. news for 20 years. I've never seen anything like this. You were listening to Mayor India Kincannon, her reaction. No, we weren't. We were, we were watching this fucking video. God damn it. Stupid news site. It's back on YouTube here. Of this slide. This next slide is going to show you security footage from Austin East High School. We are starting at 117. The reason we're starting at 117 is because Regina Perkins sent that text at 116. You're going to see him walking around the halls in this video, and then you're going to see his response as soon as he receives the text from Regina Perkins. Wow! There we go. Remember, this is 17-year-old. This is Anthony Thompson. All the videos here are being redacted. The reason they're redacted... Because they're minors. ...juveniles in a school. By redacted, we only mean blurring the faces. None of these videos have been changed. Redaction merely means we've covered faces of juveniles that are identified. I'm seriously, I'm gobsmacked by this. This is the wildest press conference I've ever seen. 
you'll see he continues to walk around the hall. He's on his phone. So? And somehow we get to a cop shooting himself. I this doesn't seem relevant. So he runs down the hallway. He begins to run through the school. We've switched cameras to be able to follow him through the school. Ultimately runs out the door. Another angle of him running out. And once he gets outside, we have outside school camera footage following him outside. We should note that we've sped up the outside footage because we, in the interest of time, we've Obviously increase the speed outside. They're just walking around in the parking lot. I don't, they, when I was in high school, they started locking the doors. I didn't even go outside. We could not get outside. And I, I went to high school 20 years ago. How the fuck do you do that? It's like my brother used to tell me about going and buying cigarettes at the, at the store next to the school. But like he went to school in the late 80s. He's just fucking walking around in the neighborhood. And what does this have to do with anything? So it looks like the time is like at 1.22. The actual shooting occurs after 3, I believe. 3.15, if I'm not mistaken. And that, like, school was letting out. Once again, they framed him as a school shooter. There is something going on here. Also, this is not the first black student to die at the hands of the cops from this high school. Ultimately, re-enter the school. Seriously, we just couldn't come and go as we pleased in school. Like, how, how the fuck does he get to do that? Oh, see, he had somebody let him in. They are locked. And then we've sped this video up. It's the school footage to basically show you where he was in the building um, throughout the day. He pretty much hangs out in this area. How the fuck? leave this area and make a round through the school hallways, but pretty much this is where he hangs out. Did he, he have class? The building again. He's on his cell phone here, and he paces back and forth for approximately 12 minutes, talking on his phone the entire time. 
And what does it, this has nothing to do with anything. The entire text message conversation was irrelevant. Are they going to show, like, there's another hour and fucking 30 minutes before the actual shooting? Turns, goes inside, same area, same pattern, sits on the steps, gets on his phone, and we're stopping the video here at approximately 159, and the reason we're stopping the video here is because we're going to go back to see what's going on with the police at the exact same time. We chose 159 because at that time... They're probably, like, shooting somebody's dog or raving a kid. The cops. making a 911 call. Harassing an innocent person. We'll now play the 911 call. It has been redacted. Only things that have been removed are address and identifying information. I don't understand why, because you've left everything else in. You were listening to Mayor India Kincaid. What the fuck? To the Nine four four. All right. There we go. Oh, I'm. I'm. And removed or address. Turn it up a little bit here and see if we can actually hear what's going on. At one fifty nine p.m. with a GM two offset of negative two hundred forty minutes. Agent ID is extension is two hundred nine. out was that he keeps putting his hands on my daughter. Beating on the door, 
uh, just some work last. She came out, the principal had checked out the office for a minute, evidently. But when she came out, he kept putting his hands on her. Um, she said, poking her in her face and her jaw, pulling her hair. Um, the incident I witnessed about a couple of weeks or two ago. Um, he was where, like, where are the school officials in all this? Choked her and had to look around the bedroom. I heard some noise. I went in there and I threw the kid out of my house. Well, she's not had anything to do with him since then. I tried not to, but they ran into each other at school a couple of times. And every time he's been very forceful with her. Well, tried to give him breaks. I tried to contact his mom. Nothing is, you know, nothing's controlling this kid. This is when I'm not to get the legal help. Okay, she said he carries a nine millimeter pi- a pistol and he's threatened her with it. made at 159 we're going to go back and see what anthony thompson is doing from 159 uh forward at the school one you remember we left him sitting on the stairs we'll pick up with him sitting on the stairs I, I just, I don't know. This all seems pointless. Stopping the video here at 2.12, because at 2.12, the next thing happens on the law enforcement side. At 2.12, uh, Officer Claybo responds to Regina Perkins' address because he is responding to that 911 call. So when Officer Claybo responds, he has his uh, body cam on. And so now uh, what you are going to see is Officer Claybo full body camera footage from the time he arrives uh, to take this domestic violence report in response to the 911 call. So if we could see Officer Clavo's body camera footage. Once again, this is from the incident in Knoxville, Tennessee. A 17-year-old was shot at Austin East High School a week ago Monday. The body camera footage was released earlier today. Something has gone on. 
the cops have definitely lied. They painted him as a school shooter. That wasn't true. The initial report was that a cop was shot by a school shooter. That wasn't true. The cop shot himself. I'm on the edge of my seat trying to figure out exactly what actually happened. And instead, we're getting a whole recounting of a soap opera. I just do not see how any of this is relevant to a cop not being able to restrain a 17-year-old and had to shoot him. Wow, she said him be the next tragedy? Fuck. Ma'am, you don't even know. Only it was the other way. Yeah, so tell me tell me what went on today. How we get to where we're at. You're in the principal's yeah, office? I'm not even saying. I got you. Okay. Come on, Matt. I want you to Once again, this footage is like at 2.14. The shooting takes place about an hour from from this point. Obviously, you all had some issues, right? And it's led up to you, I guess, doing your work at the principal's office. Is that what you were doing? To kind of get away from him or something? Is that kind of the agreement that was going on? Okay. What happened today, specifically? Well, now, if something that needed to... If, if, if something happened in which the cops needed to get involved, why didn't the school administration 
initiate that. Um, I was in the principal's office and he kept texting me telling me that um, I was being weird, that he wanted to talk in person. Now that every time we talk in person, he gets physical, but I didn't want to talk in person. But um, he was like, it's fine, I'll just find wherever you're at. So he comes and he starts banging on in the principal's office. So I come outside the room. Me and the principal have a really good relationship. Was the principal in there? She wasn't in there at the moment. She has lunch duty, so she lets me do my work while Mimi's quiet. Um, we have kind of like trusty shoulders. I can do that. I do that. You know. So um, he comes and he's beating on the door, and um, I open it and I close the door. I didn't want him to mess up anything in our office, but I didn't want to hurt that trust bond. Yeah, I just stepped out. I didn't want to hurt that trust bond between me and her, and I didn't want him to continue to just start feeling you know, like. All right, back to the press conference. There was a domestic at school. They were aware of it. They were looking at it, checking on it, trying to find out about it. Uh, He asked about Anthony Thompson, and uh, Officer Wilson tells Officer Claybo that uh, there is some history with Anthony Thompson, that he resists or runs uh, when confronted. And you will hear in a minute um, that that's called a, a 1059, a 59, uh, and in their radio lingo is uh, someone who fights, runs, resists. Um, but right now, that's what Officer Claybo has done. He's gone off. He's taken notes. He's confirmed everything that uh, Regina Perkins has told him with Officer Wilson, who is a school resource officer. After he gets off the phone with Officer Wilson, confirming. Uh, the information he's received, he goes back up and talks to the mother and daughter again. All right, so I'm going to try and go get him. I'm just going to take him to Jimmy Gunner. Oh, good. So, so, um, no, I'm going to go to him and hook him. If he's gone, I'll put warrants on him. Thank you. So either way, he's either going to jail or he's got warrants. Well, thank you. And I hope you um, can get So the Family Justice Center is also another outreach. Reach out to them. They're going to be able to pull my report. Now, granted, it'll probably take to the end of the day. I know Becky is doing down there. She works with me on one. Okay. So I'll call her. So we are moments away from an entire school being completely locked down. Because of the incompetence of a police officer. I assume. Based on speaking with the officer down there at the school. Call me cynical. I don't really give them the benefit of a doubt. He's probably done. I'd say they'll expel him. But I don't know their procedures, but I don't see how. If I got a kid that's assaulted another kid. Oh, he's done all right. Not really. Alone. Yeah, she's supposed to graduate yeah. this year or a year early, and you know she doesn't want to go back to school now. Yeah, make sure you call the family justice center, okay? I will. Let them start working because we're gonna they're gonna be able to work. I believe we're hearing uh, dispatch over his radio. Sorry, 
Also, his camera's got some kind of glitchy shit going on with it. So now he's heading back to his car. We should be flipping back to the press conference now. The craziest press conference I've ever seen him alive. So far, though, this this story doesn't seem to really penetrate the national news. like the cop is still on the phone perhaps with the resource officer or somebody in the department somebody in the school I uh, man I think their their goal might have been to bore all the reporters to death before they actually got to the that's when that started so now we're gonna switch back actual events and see what Anthony Thompson is doing from 212 on while this is going They practice this shit, too. Putting on this little press conference. This is 216. You see Anthony Thompson. He's entering that restroom. That is the restroom where the shooting takes place. He enters that restroom at 216. He does not... Exit that restroom. He's in there. There For an are hour? students who go in and out when you watch the school security footage. There are four or five other students that go in, um, go to the restroom, come out. Some go in, stay for longer periods of time. But he never exits that restroom. But we know he's there. Um, so we know he's in there at 2.23. So that's the next thing we have. We go to the next slide. Because at 2.23, he contacts Regina Perkins. Um, and so this is 2.23. This is where 2.23 begins, right there. This is him. Um, this shit just now sending. This shit old. This is what Regina Perkins re sends back to him in response. This is his response to her. Situation dead. You know I didn't hit her right. You want her to stop. FWM so bad. Shit lame. And if I could screenshot in again, please. And blow that one more time. That's the picture that she sent him. This is Officer Claybo on the Of the cop car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is Officer Claybo's. Uh, car in front of her house. So while Claybo's there, she's like being petty, texting back and forth. This is oh my god! I can't believe this fucking high school bullshit is what it is. Ended with somebody dying. Two fifty one. While Fuck. he is uh, in the restroom, we know that he received another text. The reason. This text looks different. Let me tell you. Got, got none of this. None of this fucking matters. They could have specified, okay, there was an altercation between he and another student that he was having a relationship, some involvement with. The cops were called. He was in the bathroom. Begin the footage there. None of this shit showing these text messages between the mom 
and him is relevant in any way, shape, or form. What in the fuck is wrong with this woman? Tell you, is because we actually got a phone dump last night. I don't know, ten or eleven o'clock, and we didn't have time to pull that phone dump out uh, and make it look like the others. This is what the phone dump looks like. A particular. Uh, what's redacted is a particular name and phone number. Text him at 251.13, 12, walking down the hall. I don't know if they're coming in there or just be on a look. 12 is a common term used for police. So we know that he was once again notified at 251 that there were police uh, somewhere in the hall. And he, this is his phone. Uh, you can see it's after extraction. This is his phone dump, and he responded, bet. So we know Regina Perkins has told him the police are coming, and we know that this uh, student has told him that. Uh, oh, they're trying to establish that, like, he ambushed the police in the bathroom. Quavo leaves. That's what they're trying uh, to establish. House. What he does, you already heard him on the radio where he put out a call to... Instead of just, you know, just hanging out in the bathroom trying to avoid them. just responded to a call together a little earlier, and he knew that... Dude, I wish you just uh, left the school. ...was not responding to a call at the present time, and he knew he was close. So, KPD protocol is when you are responding to someone with a... uh, history of resisting or being perhaps difficult with the police you should go with someone with a history she's talking about a 17 year old out to baldwin he and baldwin meet up uh they discuss the situation of how best to go to the school and uh arrest anthony thompson their lieutenant is lieutenant stan cash their lieutenant stan cash uh and baldwin uh, on the radio and he was in the area so um as he often does apparently he uh, wanted to see what his guys were doing and he said hey i want to meet you there and talk about it too uh so once again i cannot believe what i'm witnessing uh, playbo baldwin and cash all plan to go to the school together to see if they can find mr thompson and arrest him uh, on a domestic violence charge uh, they have contacted officer. This is Wilson. highly curated, high, highly officer, performative bullshit. Officer, and uh, I don't know if I've said this or not, but school resource officers are KPD employees. Thank you so for joining us, Lobo. Security officers at the school. You're going to see different uniforms there. There are SRO, to catch everybody up with what is going on right now. This is in Knoxville. SRO, this is the DA. We're getting ready to see the officer body camera footage. They lied and said it was a school shooter. SSOs are school security officers. They are this like this press conference has been going on an hour. She has shown all kinds of footage and text messages that are not relevant at all to the incident at hand. We know an officer, they originally painted it as a school shooter. Then we find out that uh, an officer shot a kid. And the original story was that the kid shot the officer and the officer shot back. Then we find out that the officer actually shot himself. So that's what that, that's what we know now. And like, all she's talked about has been this this domestic incident between the 17-year-old victim of the cop shooting 
and uh, an incident between his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever was going on, and her mom. And she showed the text messages and shit between him and and, and the mom. Officers of both involved in this. It's been Uh, the most Dawson's Creek fucking Uh, bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Show, I believe, um, Officer Baldwin's video. What Officer Baldwin, uh, Baldwin, Clavo, and Cash are all together. They pull up to the back of the school because that's where Wilson told them to pull. Uh, Officer Wilson says he told them to come there to this particular door because he didn't want a lot of uh, students at the school seeing the cars coming to cause any kind of But I want you to know, like, Columbus just releases the body camera footage. Like, you didn't have, like, there was a press conference that went along with it. They just released the body camera footage. This woman has to has to paint a whole narrative before they'll show us the footage. So these three officers converge on the back of school and they all go in together. You're going to see from the moment they leave the parking lot uh, when they enter the school, what they do, and all the way until they get to the security office. Uh, and so we're going to play Officer Baldwin's camera now, and you'll see all the officers on this camera. Their camera audio starts when they open their doors. It really seems like the cameras are having a frame rate issue, which is like when you like put a, a piece of footage and it's not the right frame weight rate on the, on the timeline you can fix it easily but off your dumb these, these videos are not this glitchy they're very clear so I, I don't know what's happening but i want you can can we try to figure out why we're so glitchy here you're playing back on the wrong media device get you some vlc media player and it won't be glitchy They probably have some fucking weird codec on them. They're not even MP4s. They're like G8725s, like some shit I've never fucking even heard of. You do have all these videos in your packets. You got because I, I, I work for a uh, uh, company that does security camera footage. And they give me this footage like it's fucking like in some weird ass codec. I have never seen it breaks my software. But sure they aren't glitchy. Is she standing there like, man, he has a nice ass. (laughs) VLC was open source. That's what you can do fucking anything with it or, or other people have done anything with it. Correct. Now, if, if producer Dave was in the chat right now, he'd be telling the cops they need to get on Linux, yeah. and that's their problem yeah. right now. That's why their camera is all mm-hmm. fucked up. They all believe that he does not have a gun at the school. 
So they don't believe he has a gun on his Correct. person. Correct. And um, when they asked uh, the domestic violence victim, uh, she said uh, she'd never seen him with it at school, that they had clear backpacks, he didn't drive a car. Um, that she mentioned something about a 9 millimeter. Did they know that he was in the bathroom based off of the video that they're watching from the school or just... Not yet. I mean, they, they eventually figure that out, but but you're going to see what happens is they go in and they have to find him. It takes a while to find him. Damn vid. I always use handbrake. That's the converter I use. That's probably the equivalent of damn vid, yes, but I, I might switch to damn vid just because it sounds cooler. Um, this now that you now that you turned me on to all. it, this is really <laughs> a response to a domestic violence complaint. There is yes. that this particular looks like a few uh, people are just joining us. We are in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is the DA. I think everybody they all know that, but they lied. Uh, said it was a school say shooting. Say that they thought he had it at school. They originally said that the student shot a cop and the cop shot and killed him. Not what happened at all. Apparently, there was some drama between a student and his girlfriend. The girlfriend's mom called the cops, sent him to the school. And he's having like a text drama fight with her. And the, we, I've sat here watching this for like a fucking hour now. She's shown like text messages back and forth between the kid and the mom. We're finally like getting up to where we're going to see the actual shooting. And they're like, oh, our, our, our footage isn't clear. Okay, there we go. It's not jumpy now. So in the footage we're watching, they're probably about 30 minutes out from the shooting, 20 minutes out from the shooting. They're converging on. Okay. The shooting happens at about 3.15. It's 2.53, according to their body cams. So about 20 minutes exactly out. The student has been in the bathroom. We know that because she's went over everything with a fine-tooth comb. But, but with being this highly curated, I have to question their narrative. Especially, they've lied as much as they have thus far. Content warning. We're probably getting ready to see something. We're going to see a cop shoot himself. So that should be fun. He confirmed that Wilson had seen the domestic. The basic, like, I can't figure out, like, if he actually, the the mom said he laid hands on her, laid hands on her. But when they were describing it, when the young girl was describing it, I couldn't really hear, but I couldn't hear them say, like, there was anything egregious. I heard banging on the door. He's in the restroom on his body cam. Grabbing of hair. 
I have a degree in radio, television, film production in the communications department. And despite my many accolades, I'm not allowed back in the broadcasting department of my college. <laughs> I am banned for life. They sure do ask me for money, though. But they did. They didn't tell me one time. That this isn't the reason why I'm banned, but this is one of the many reasons why. They didn't tell me one time that they were doing tours, and I was working like I. I coach the uh like you know freshmen sophomore like how to use the editing software in the editing lab and so i'm i'm working one weekend and they were doing tours and i'm wearing my shirt that says high as fuck and so, some high schooler and his dad come in start asking me all kinds of questions i'm like uh <laughs> they said is this a good school should i go to it i'm like no 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 they said they were interested in sports broadcasting i'm like go to ut they got a much better program. <laughs> Have they quit asking you for money? How does a renowned fine arts university turn into a business school? That's a money, money, privatization, donors. I know the answer to that. I'm sorry. It'd be more rhetorical. Well, maybe, but I, uh, I, really so I don't like. I don't know what this, this is like. The resource officer. I don't know what he's fucking doing. Once again, I'm also. I have. Hypothesize that perhaps they're just throwing all this information at us, all this boring footage. Just to distract us from like the egregious shooting we're getting ready to watch. I assume. I don't know. The cops are gonna argue they're justified, of course. Apparently they're looking for the uh, I think it was Thompson was his name. He's been sitting in a bathroom for the last uh, 40 or 50 minutes. Oh, God, here we go. So content warning, guys. Yep, that's the bathroom he's in. They've gone past it. You are getting ready to see graphic footage. In the same graphic footage and my guess, gross incompetence. Got about 
Okay, so this is the security room. Oh, so they're going in to review the footage. So we're still, we're, we're, we are still about 15 minutes away from the incident occurring. Perhaps less. I don't think I've uh, pointed out Cash before. This is Officer Cash, or Lieutenant Cash, uh, Officer Clavo, Officer Wilson, and your viewing. Uh, that's that's every school across the country, it seems. The same exact thing happened at my they school. They stay in this school security office for 10 minutes or so, trying to locate where Anthony Thompson is in the building. Uh, they have... Uh, this is where the school security video system is. So they're doing so yeah, the 10 minutes or so puts it right uh, about five about minutes before the shooting. Be. And I told you earlier that they have school security officers too. Uh, in a minute, when the videos come back on, you're going to see uh, an African-American. Per semester hour. God damn. That is Officer Scott. She is an SSO school security Fuck. officer. She helps them try to locate Anthony Thompson. She um, is over here and gets word that um, people are looking for him. And she knows, and she's familiar with the school. She's assigned to the now, school. Now, we did see in the text messages that Anthony Thompson, that Thompson um, is aware that the cops are coming. Right down the hall. She kind of realizes, talking his, to people, that nobody's checked His ex-mom informed so him. Officer Scott says, hey. Somebody uh, texted him and said they were, they were cruising down the hall. And uh, she tells them to go because she's a female. And she can't see, go like, the we have seen, like, that's not even now. exponential growth. I don't even know what you call that. We're going to get graphic. That's, uh, this is your warning. Uh, what I'm getting ready to play yeah. is I'm going to play yeah, yeah. all yeah, content warning fuckers. officers' body camera video footage. 3.11 p.m. We're getting ready to see. Office, walk down the hall, enter the bathroom, and through the shooting. Okay? Uh, you are going to see all four of those officers' videos. So you're going to see that four times. You're not really going to see it four times because let me tell you what happens on all four cameras. First, you're going to see Baldwin's camera. and I always be highly suspicious of anyone that wants to dictate the narrative. Always be highly suspicious. If there is one thing I can impart to, to any audience I am in front of, Right-wingers love to control the narrative. I go on somebody else's show, they'll just, they'll take me on and off. They won't let me speak in my entirety. I'll let anybody come on. I'll let them say any bullshit because I'm confident enough I can counter their argument. Always beware of somebody acting like this, wanting to make sure frame everything perfectly their way before they let you see what we all came here to see. And I'm serious. Uh, hour and 13 minutes we are into this fucking press conference. This was my fucking second story of the night. Fuck. Show us the shooting, woman. Uh, Baldwin's camera will enter. But as they scuffle, Baldwin's camera will fall off and be in the floor. You'll see that. Uh, next, you're going to see Officer Claybo's camera. He is I'm not high enough for this shit. He fired the shots. His camera is the only one that stays on and secure the entire time. But yes, content warning. The third camera you're going to see is uh, Lieutenant Cash's camera. His camera uh, stays on until the scuffle, and his falls off as well. 
uh, but you'll still have an angle of it showing from the floor. And then I will play Officer Wilson's camera for you, but Officer Wilson's camera was not on for some reason. Uh, it comes on after the shooting, and you can tell it, it's when they're trying oh. to take off his uh, jacket. And it the the camera's like inside it, and you can tell. Take off your pants and jacket. Working the whole time, but it's jarred on. So um, I think I hate whatever band that is. That, that's a funny uh, fucking name Baldwin for an album. Cash's cameras both came off is because they were magnetic cameras that weren't as secure. The camera that Officer Claybo has on is a locking mechanism, twist and turn camera, and so it stays on through the whole shooting. But I'm giving you all four videos. Um, and we will start with Officer Baldwin. They are all graphic. They all show the same shooting scene. So um, that is what is coming up. So um, <coughs> we'll start with Officer Baldwin. This is Officer Scott. SS I'm going to have Twitch up my ass, and I didn't even put as many content warnings as she did. So far, Twitch has not been up my ass about anything. I'm also not that big, though, so. Definitely not getting monetized on YouTube, but also, like, who cares? I'm not doing this to, to make a buck. I'm doing this to inform and educate. <laughs> Why didn't we get the first cop's body camera first? Guys, I think one of the cops shot a cop and then like he shot the kid. I, I... Okay, that was Officer Baldwin's body cam. Uh, next you're gonna see Officer... Did anybody see a gun? Body camera. Officer Claybo is the only officer that fired his weapon. Okay, he's the only one that fired his weapon. So he shot himself. It wasn't it wasn't one cop shooting him. Will you let us help you see something? I'm muted. Alright, so this is Claybo, I believe.
I, I did not see a gun in his hand. So that cop right there, that's the one he shot himself. We know that now. That's what made everybody go like, wait, what? And why this is the, why they, people were demanding the body cam footage be released. I want I want I want to stress to you, he was portrayed as a school shooter originally. That was the original narrative. I think he said he didn't have a gun. He's bleeding. I don't think he had a gun. Why and why are why have they got this kid in cuffs? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a child, you're not rendering aid. You're on top of him. Holy fuck. officer down no regard for the child they just shot fuck them remember if the kid had a gun we don't know if he did If he had a gun, he didn't fire it. A cop shot himself. We know they lied about this. God damn. This is Austin East High School in Knoxville, Tennessee. This happened a week ago Monday. The body camera footage just released earlier today. Hold on, let's let's. I want I want a still shot right there. I want to know did he have a gun? Why did these motherfuckers draw they're already reaching for their guns? Let me uh going to go half speed here.
The cops are reaching for something, but it seems like his hand, right? This is his hand right there. We can't see it because of this motherfucker's arm. Okay, so if there was a gun, it wasn't in his hand. It was in his waistband. Look, both cops, both cops are reaching for his waistband. His hand, his arm comes down right here. This is his, like, pinky finger. They're reaching for his waistband. So if there was a gun, it was in his waist. It looks like they're actually, like, grabbing at his clothing, though. Then this motherfucker pulls a gun. You can't tell me he knew what was going on. This must be Clayball or Clayball or whatever. I, I didn't say it right. I do not see. This is some piece of, of cloth here they're grabbing at. I don't even see his hand anymore. All I see is five fucking cop hands reaching for something. What? There is some object right there. And it looks like the cop's hand is on it. Maybe there was a gun in his waist and the cop grabbed it and shot himself with the dude's gun? Possibly? Alright, we'll go back to... Why were there so many hands in that shot? What that has that tell me that's not incompetence. If there was a gun in his waist, why were there five different cops reaching for it or four different cops? And his friends like begging for help once again. Complete indifference to human life. Fuck pigs. It's just a kid too. Just a fucking kid. They're still trying to restrain him. They've got him in cuffs. They're on top of him after they shot him. We know for a fact he did not shoot at them. I watched all that bullshit. I watched her fucking hour-long presentation of all the text messages between him and his, his ex's mom. None of it mattered. Not a goddamn bit of it mattered. 
Fuck! It was simply to try to bore me to death before we got to the gross injustice. By the way, the, the DA, the blonde woman doing the presentation, her office has recommended no charges. I, it should be picked up by the Justice Department. But the Justice Department, but hey, 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 hey. I. Merrick Garland as Attorney General, I think, will do a good job. He wouldn't have done a good, as good a job as Doug Jones, who fiercely fought for civil rights in Alabama. Why well, he's so hated as a senator. One of the reasons why he was able to get elected. Also, one of the reasons why he was hated is Alabama. I, I guess we're still on the other body camera, the the one that fell off. I don't want to have to do this all goddamn summer. Okay. Um, now we need to talk about exactly what is the duty of the district attorney general in this case. And the duty that I have in this case is to, is to determine whether you took a duty. All right. All over fucking the truth and justice. Claybo is lawful or unlawful. And in order to do that, um, I, obviously rely on the law and the laws that are pertinent to she went into great pains and details to describe in the hour and 13 minutes it took to actually get to these body cameras she went into great detail notice how she's not really going into details about what happened why they were reaching for the gun. Maybe she will. I'll, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. This determination in this case are, first, the self-defense statute, which is on the screen. Basically, what the self-defense um, statute says is that if a person has a reasonable belief that there's imminent danger to himself of serious bodily injury or of death, that the person can then defend himself as long as so they can scream i feared for my life on body camera grounds in a reasonable and then get off you can defend yourself when you believe that you are in danger uh, of death or serious bodily injury but you have to have that reasonable belief that you're in that posture the next law is defense of another Basically, what defense of another is, 
is the same as the self-defense statute. It just uh, gives you the ability to use force if you believe you are protecting another person who is... Uh, in who is he protecting? Oh, the other officers. Uh, going to suffer serious bodily Fuck injury me. You have to, in both these statutes, have a reasonable belief and you have Exactly. To that was my thought on that as, as well because he wasn't engaged in any unlawful behavior. to be true. So that's kind of the standard for those two. I still like... So, next slide. Did he even have a gun? Notice she hasn't even answered that for us. Was there a gun found on the scene? Both of those statutes. So, um, reasonableness of particular use of force must be judged from the perspective of reasonable officer on the scene, and the calculus of reasonableness must allow for the fact that police officers are often forced to make split-second judgments in circumstances that are tense... Oh, so she's conceding! ...and rapidly evolving... That's what it sounds like to me. She's conceding. Yeah, he fucked up. But now he's got to make a split-second decision, so it's okay. Reasonable officer on the scene, rather than with 2020 hindsight. This is yep, yep, yep. If he reasonably believed that there was, which tells us how to apply that reasonableness standard. Uh, and so remember the defense in the Chauvin trial. We have to look at a reasonable officer, a reasonable officer, a reasonable office. We have to look at whether or not the things he says in the statement uh, about his fear, his fear his of fear. himself, his fear of safety for others is reasonable based upon what we remember see. Remember, he shot himself. He shot himself. From the scene. So in order to do that, we need to know what Officer Claybo said. What is his version of what happened? Yes, what did Officer, Officer Claybo say? Statement. I will highlight certain parts of his statement, pull out the pertinent parts. Um, and I want to go through his statement so you can I honestly didn't expect this to be the whole fucking show, but shit. Watch the video to see whether or not what he says is reasonable based upon what we're looking at. Uh, Officer Claybo says that as Anthony Thompson twists, uh, his pocket comes open and he sees the barrel of a gun pointing at him with Anthony Thompson's hand on it. At that point is the first time he thinks, I'm about to die. A barrel of a gun pointed at him, but it was revealed in the clothing. Can you imagine somebody can you imagine somebody has it like barrel out inside their like their hoodie or something like No, no, no. Anthony Thompson turns towards Officer Baldwin and fires at him. Claybo sees That didn't happen. That didn't happen. After that shot. So this is the officer's statement afterwards. So he's just straight up lying. Out of Officer Claybo's field division. At that point, Officer Claybo thinks that Officer Baldwin has been shot um, by Anthony Thompson. As, Anth as uh, Officer Baldwin is shot, or as, as the shot rings out, uh, Officer Claybo says that Officer Baldwin yes. drops Anthony Thompson's left hand and he reaches for the gun again. He yells he's got a gun and he drew his weapon at that point. 
He says he then sees the gun pointed straight at Lieutenant Cash. What? He was afraid at that point he would fire at Cash. Nothing. No, no, he should be arrested for giving a false report. Officer Baldwin. He sees Anthony Thompson has a grip on the gun. No, he lied. And he fires. After he fires, he perceives that uh, Anthony Thompson is still fighting with Officer Wilson as they go to the ground. Once they're on the ground, he says... I can't even imagine, even if he did have a gun, like, he left the school. We watched it, like, hour and something before all this happened. Shoot Officer Claybo at that point, or or shoot Officer Wilson. I can't imagine, like, he wouldn't have dropped the gun somewhere. um, He fires. He feels someone jump on his back almost simultaneously with firing. He turns, does a shoulder shrug, sees the person in his face, assesses that he does not have a gun, and begins to demand that that person get on the ground. Uh, He makes statements throughout his statement along the lines of he's afraid for his life and every other officers in the room. He's afraid that we were going to die, lose our lives. It was an immediate threat, not something to talk about later. He looked down the barrel of the gun. He thought he was going to die. Look right down there. the barrel of a he gun. We know. We know that's not a fact. That kid's hands were they were down here the whole fucking time. There is no possible way that that cop looked down the barrel of a gun. Go fuck yourself, lady. Officer Baldwin had been killed, and he's never felt that level of fear. So that is what uh, Officer Claybo Remember, I, I, I don't know exactly what happened, which cop shot who or what. That what he is saying is reasonable. And is it reasonable? A cop was shot by another cop. So, in order to do Allegedly, that, his, his self, as I understand it. It's very quick. It happens in 11 seconds. So, we're talking about an 11-second time frame. So, in order to do that, we're going to... It was 10 seconds for them to jump out and shoot Makai uh, Bryant. Keep in mind that we're slowing this video down 10 times. That this is an 11 second incident, but it's going to take us 110 seconds to get through it. So, in doing this analysis. Oh, so she's giving me what I did just a few minutes ago. Was said, uh, you can't do, you can't go back. We're on the same page, lady. Quarterback with 2020 vision. Uh, you have to put yourself in Claybo's shoes as the whole thing happens. No, I don't. To understand what really happened. We need to slow it down so we can see it. So, that's what we're going to do. Move or turn or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, this is Claybo's camera, Claybo's perspective. Did we see this camera not slowed down? Uh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, stop. Right. Well, <laughs> um, this is the first time that when Claybo says um, that Anthony turns, he says he can see the gun uh, poking out of the front of his pocket. And this. He can see the gun. Folks. Fo- 
poking out of the front of his pocket. You can see what Officer Claybo is describing. Officer Claybo described it as a square end of a barrel and said he could see the sight. It's not a gun, is it? That's the that's the way they're talking about it. It's not a fucking gun. Through kind of kangaroo pouch pocket. There is something in that pocket. I noticed when. Um, Anthony Thompson was sitting and it seems reasonably heavy. I'll give him I'll give him that right there. You see it in his pocket. He put a hand in his pocket. He took it back out. But when he got up to address the officers, he put both hands in his pocket. That's when they began to yell at him to get his hands out of his pocket. No, no, Um, no, no. That is not what happened. Hand in his pocket. So uh, his right hand is in the pocket over here. And this is I don't think his right hand is in the pocket. Left hand back, so clearly his no, left they didn't. Is in the control of this officer, but it's his right hand that these officers are struggling with. As Claybo sees what he perceives as the gun, she she read the officer's statement. Did you notice that? This is what he said happened. That was what he said happened. I'm sure. I don't think his hand is in that pocket. You see his hand right there. He you see it. Fired a shot. It's right there. Go back just a little. Um, when he fires the shot through the pouch pocket, the gun is still in the pouch. We're going to show you. Fires the shot through the pouch pocket. But as that gun fires, um, you can tell that this is where Officer Baldwin is standing. He's standing about six inches from the stall door. So there's about a six-inch gap right here between uh him in the door and when that gun fires are is there two cops with their hands in his his door like hoodie pocket sitting right here prior to this shot there's no hole in the trash can after the shot is fired there is a hole in the trash can we'll look at that in a minute but uh the statement of officer baldwin is that when that gun was fired um he felt the concussion of the gun and thought he had been hit in the leg um, as soon as that shot's fired, that is when Officer Baldwin <laughs> lets go of Anthony Thompson's arm and starts to retreat and falls back that way. And so Officer Claybo, in his statement, said, when that shot Just happened, let us see the footage, woman! left his field of view. He heard the shot. He knew the gun had been fired. I'm, I'm skeptical as fuck! Baldwin leaves. He thinks that Officer Baldwin has been hit. I think you're pissing on my leg and telling me it's raining. Okay. There are two. They've got their both their hands inside his like hoodie. There's his hand. Oh, you you saw his hand, Anthony Thompson's. His hand was not inside the hoodie. If there was a gun in his hoodie, the cops are the ones that fired it. What the fuck? There's a hole. See the gun here? Coming out of the pouch? No! Obviously, they're struggling over the gun throughout this entire encounter. 
Okay, maybe, maybe I might have seen a gun. There's his hand now. He's going down. He's been shot. And you have to watch to see the body can't to the left because you'll remember that's why Officer Claybo said he shot the second time. He said that it was his belief they all, all their statements are the same in that they all knew and believed that uh, Anthony Thompson had a gun in his pouch pocket. They all saw it. Um, they all believed they were wrestling for the gun to try to get it away from I him. I all believed, um, believed. He didn't have a gun, did he? None of the officers saw the gun. There was something in his pocket. Come out of his pocket where it ends up. But through this fight, it happened once again in 11 seconds. None of the officers ever realized his gun was gone. They were still fighting. When he goes down, Officer Claybo says that he assumed and that uh, Anthony Thompson still had the gun in the pouch. And so when he was canting, when his legs can't to the left, uh, his belief was that Wilson was right behind him and he was canting with that gun still in his pocket to try to shoot Wilson, who was right behind him. Um, so that's Claybo. Wow. Look at it uh, in relation 100% to incompetence what Claybo perceived. By the cops. You have to determine whether or not it's reasonable for Claybo. No, it's not. Re- none of this is reasonable. Uh, none of it. Believed all the things that he says he believed. You also... I can't slow it down because the officer, as the courts tell us, uh, and the statutes tell us, you can't look at it uh, in slow motion. Claybo had to process that as it was happening. So is it reasonable to think, as all that was happening, that he believed um, Anthony Thompson had a gun? That he was looking down the barrel? That he thought uh, that his life was in danger? Is it reasonable to believe that no. he thought Officer Baldwin's life no. was in danger, Officer no. Cash's life was in danger, and Officer Wilson's life was in danger? That's the the. There was only one life in danger that entire fucking time, and it was a seventeen-year-old child. When you, you fucking bitch. All that, um, at the end of the day, after looking at the video. Wow. I, I'm sorry for calling her a bitch. I don't want to do Keep that. Keep all that in mind, and we'll watch it real speed. And you have to, the courts tell us we have to do this in Claybo's mind at this speed. So we've just watched it detail broken down, but this is what Claybo was experiencing. Wow. Is it reasonable to believe that Officer Claybo uh, was in fear for his life or in fear for the life of anyone else in that room? And oh, I'm uh, sure they were. I have no doubt about it because they're absolute cowards. Anthony Thompson uh, posed a threat of death or serious bodily injury to anybody in that room. And based on the evidence, I believe that it is reasonable for him to believe uh, that Officer Baldwin had been seriously injured. By the first shot, uh, I believe it was reasonable for him to believe 
that all the other officers in the room uh, were potentially in danger, and I believe it was reasonable for him to believe there was potential for uh, him to be shot as well. Um, in making that determination, you don't just look at the body camera video. Um, you have to look at the totality of everything. When you look at that video, I believe that um, it's a strong piece of evidence, but I think you have to put these other pieces of evidence with it to make that final determination. Um, so next slide, please. What does that even mean? These are still shots out of that video right here. These are the cameras. Remember, two of the officers' cameras came off. So these are views from those cameras laying on the floor. Um, one of Claybo's statements was that at one point he looked to his right and saw that uh, Anthony Thompson had the gun pointed straight at his. Uh, I hate it when cops do this shot. shit. And so here is a picture from that body cam footage on the floor that shows uh, the gun in Anthony Thompson's uh, pocket pointed straight at um, Lieutenant Cash. No, it's not. Okay. And if it, if it was, if it was, the cop was pointing it at him. Is Anthony Thompson. There, God. In that I hate it here. Right oh, my shot, God. Shot Playbo hits him. Uh, at that point, he's canting and turning, and his gun comes out of his pocket into the stall. So all the officers are over here. Um, and so... Oh, so that's where they retrieved his gun in the stall after the cops knocked it out. In their minds, that he still had the gun because the gun falls out. That's how they justify. The next one, I think we see it falling. Not actually taking care of the man that they shot. The gun does come out into the stall. Jesus Christ! I wish these people could feel shame. The audacity to come out here. Oh, we do in a minute. Um. So those are even. We've slowed it down. Plus, we've looked at still shots from it. We've looked and at just, it in just, time. just fucking lie to me like that. And, and we have another glitch. This is other physical evidence that we have to consider in making that determination. What? Okay. Um, this is the jacket that you'll recognize that Anthony Thompson had on that day. It was a nice jacket. It was like a hill figure jacket, wasn't it? Of this jacket. You'll notice that it has a cut all the way up it. The reason it has a cut is because when the school nurse came in and began working on him, she immediately cut it off. So the school nurse cut that off. Can I get that bigger? A poor school nurse having to work on a fucking shooting victim. This is America. Fuck. Back of jacket. Front of jacket. That's the cut. This is the entry into where the bullet entered into Anthony Thompson. There's clothing. Keep going. You have measurements and bigger pictures of that. Keep going. Keep going. Next. This is, I told you that we would look at the bullet hole where to determine whether the gun was actually in Anthony Thompson's pocket that actually fired. This 
is the bullet hole where the gun that he had in his pocket Though it exited when it came out, went between the stall door and Baldwin and hit the trash can. Well, clearly it was fired by one of the cops. Next. Closer ups. A lot like in Columbus. No, no, not that one. The one a couple weeks ago in the hospital. This is a trash can. At this where we point, found out that the, the dude had a gun, but the cop is the one that set off the gun. One of those videos you could see when Officer Wilson had been hit, Officer Baldwin came back in to drive. That was another one of those where, like, the first time I saw the footage, I'm like, oh, well, you justified. Then you watch, like, the, the 15 minutes before, and the dude's completely cooperating, knows he's under arrest. And then you find out that the cop's the one that set off the gun. It's like, oh, that's some incompetence right there. Out the bottom, and I have a trajectory rod photo showing this is where the bullet entered. This is where it went through and came out. Next. This is the photo. Remember, we saw the gun falling uh, out of his pocket as he was shot and fell this way. When the gun fell out of the pocket, it, it fell here back into the stall kind of under this next next up close this is back this is the gun laying on the floor this is laying next to it this has snapped off of it what this is is an extra grip handle that fits here it makes your grip um, bigger it's like a grip addition that fits onto that gun that's popped off a grip addition okay, next this is the backpack that he had uh, on him when he was shot. You'll notice that here there's an Air Jordan, what I call fanny pack, inside his backpack. Next. Here's a picture of the fanny pack. Next. This is, these are the contents of that fanny pack. This is another extended magazine. Uh, that was Oh, this is another extended slander. Here. Next. Okay, now we get to the um, reports. This is the first, you have two firearms reports. Helps us determine who shot where. Um, just because I'm telling you who shot where, we've got the uh, forensic proof as to who shot where. That's what Yes, do tell us. Firearms report, this is the first. Next. What this report does is it really um, is analyzing Claybo's gun. Um, Am I weird because I like to watch Clavo this shit? You guys are weird because you like to watch this shit, too. I'm not entertaining enough to carry this show alone. Anthony Thompson had a block. This <laughs> tells us that the bullets, exhibits 1A and 1-2, the bullets removed from Anthony Thompson and also removed from Adam Wilson belong to this gun. So belong to the same gun. Belong to this 45 cal Sig Sauer, which was Officer Claybo's. That's how we know that Officer Claybo fired the bullets that went into both Wilson and so Claybo shot his we also cop friend um, that were there as well. and then both murdered a kid. They both came back to Officer Claybo's gun. Um, so there, we finally get the the fucking truth. Flavo shot Wilson, and then because he shot Wilson, blamed it on the little kid. 
Not a little kid. But they shot the kid. Because he's a fucking cop. So we have both cartridges and bullets matching Claybo's exact gun. Uh, next. This is the next firearms report. Same thing. But this one is... But because a cop discharged the gun that seemed to be in his hoodie... It tells us that into he a garbage a can. Block. It was uh, reasonable to believe that, that it was okay for Claybo. That was found, and that. Do I guess first fire a shot at his partner? The bullet, the bullet had gone through the trash can and into the floor and kind of disintegrated. The jacket was the casing for the bullet. Um, that bullet jacket was tested to see which gun it came from. This. Uh, forensic test tells us that that bullet jacket came from um, uh, the gun, that Glock. Glock, the 9mm Glock that Anthony Thompson had. So we know he fired that shot, and we know that he, he did not fire that shot, ma'am. That's a lie. Uh, DNA report. We did DNA swabs of the pistol, the back strap, top and bottom of the mag. And the cartridges. Nope, nope, uh, nope, nope. When we swabbed basically the gun, we swabbed the gun and the ammunition to see if we could get DNA to see who all had touched the gun. Um, next, you will see that what was found. Next, will I have one more pull up? Yeah. Well, who touched um, the gun? There was a mixture of DNA, of DNA in some places of four individuals, some places of three individuals. Some places of two individuals, and that's at least four, three, and two. It could have been more. But DNA, no. uh, once it is mixed and put into a mixture, there is no way to separate DNA out to where you can take an individual standard and test against it. So we know that the gun uh, had uh, different people had touched the gun. There was a combination of DNA, but we will never be able to take anybody's standard. Uh, and test it against that mixture because you can't separate the mixture. So basically, the DNA test. There's is multiple cops grabbing for the gun. Um, next. This is the autopsy. Um, the autopsy is important for. I'm, I am pissed off. One this of is this one we're going to have to riot over. It doesn't seem to be getting enough attention. But then again, this just happened this afternoon. Maybe it is getting attention. Officer Maybe Clover, Knoxville's on fire right um, now, and I don't even know about it. With a murder, but Anthony Thompson was in the bathroom uh, for four Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again for me, ma'am. Different people had touched the gun. There was a combination of DNA, but we will never... I, I think she just straight up said, yeah, yeah, it was a murder. ...tested against that mixture because you can't separate the mixture. So basically, the DNA test is... Consistent with a murder. Um, next. This is the autopsy. Um, the autopsy is important for a lot of reasons. One of the main reasons that the autopsy is important to me is that not only did we look at these officers to see if we should have charged Officer Claybo um, you should have. with a murder. Yes. But yes. Anthony Thompson was in the bathroom uh, for four and a half minutes, right at four and a half minutes from the time he was shot and t until the time the school nurse entered the bathroom. Amazing. So, we looked Amazing at it was all that fast. of the officers to see 
if there was any kind of uh, neglect or failure to render aid. All kinds of neglect. Those officers did in that four and a half minutes where um, aid was not immediately rendered to Anthony Thompson laying on the floor. See if well, first of all, they shot him. And we can and start there. That, uh, we spoke with the medical examiner based upon this autopsy. You will see in his autopsy that basically the bullet we know entered here from the mm -hmm. jacket. It traveled through his body. Uh, it basically went through both lungs and went through the bottom of his heart. Uh, wow. The medical examiner, Dr. Uh, Malusnik. How'd they even shoot him like that? that? This was a devastating, uh, non-recoverable, life-ending injury. And in doing that, uh, we spoke with the medical examiner based upon this autopsy. You will see in his autopsy that basically the bullet we know entered here from the jacket. It traveled through his body. Uh, it basically went through both lungs and went through the bottom of his heart. Um, God the damn. Examiner, Dr. Uh, Malusnik has explained to us that this was a devastating, uh, non-recoverable, life-ending Injury. Well, yeah. Uh, Goddamn. Any questions? But uh, at the end of the day, we will. We have found that the uh, shooting by Officer Claybo was a justifiable shooting, and there will be no charges uh, against Officer Claybo, and that there are there will be no charges against any of the officers or any. Um, charges related to any kind of failure to render aid so i'd be glad to take any questions oh, what, whatever tv station he was shot and he still had the gun on his person correct what no it fell off still had the gun on his person. uh yes I mean, it's really fast but we could make it really slow you yes the gun the i know no. out as at when he's shot and he's twisting and falling I fuck, fuck, fuck. This is, this is. This is bullshit right there. Holy fuck. I'm sorry it took us almost two hours to get through that. Uh, we're not going to watch this whole fucking press conference again. No, no, no. It's a whole other one. An Elizabeth City resident was shot and killed while deputies executed a search warrant on him Wednesday morning. According to the Pasquatank County Sheriff's Office, the search warrant was conducted at around 8.30 a.m. A deputy shot and fatally wounded the resident while serving the search warrant. Family told News 3 the man killed was named Andrew Brown. His family says he lived right by the area and was in the car when the shooting happened. His family members came to the scene and they had a lot of questions about what happened. Do we have a news report here? Let's get the local news report. I mean, Pasquotank County leaders holding 
Pasquatine. An meeting right now after a deputy shot and killed a man in Elizabeth City. Now here's what we know. We are told that council members will be addressing a curfew as well as a state. Guys, we've talked about shootings that have happened in like the last 24 fucking hours. I guess, I guess uh, it's been 36 or whatever. Fuck. State of emergency declaration. You are looking live right now outside of that meeting. Members of the community. They're out there. They're demanding answers. News 3 reporter Brendan. As well, they should. The latest on what we know right now. The sheriff held a press conference here in Elizabeth City this afternoon and promised to be transparent during this investigation. Members of the community sounding off just about a block away from where a Pasquotank County Sheriff's deputy shot and killed a man this morning while carrying out a search warrant at a home on Perry Street. Andrew Brown Jr. was the man who died. His family says he was a father and had recently celebrated a birthday. My nephew was a sweetie. He did what he did, but he was a sweetie. And I ain't sugarcoat nothing, baby. What'd he do? I don't I don't care. So I'm a fucking shit bag. All those cops right there are shit bags. Deputies from Dare County were also there. Family and witnesses said Brown was shot in his car. Investigators held a press conference this afternoon, but shot did not in his car. New details. This will not be a rush to judgment. Uh, we're going to wait for that investigation, as we're duty bound to do. The sheriff says the deputies. And Woody Harrelson looking motherfucker. He had not seen the footage at the time of the press conference this afternoon. We are currently working that right now as hard as we can. Yes, we will be transparent with this situation. That proud boy looking motherfucker. Wide with law enforcement, the local NAACP says they were disappointed in the lack of answers. They felt they could have helped to calm some of the tensions. With the climate, we already know that this is a terrible climate, but it's always been a rough climate for black males that live in America. You know, it's like no matter what we now, do, I want to hug no you, man. You're right. I hate it. Looked at as that black male. From here, we know the State Bureau of Investigations will be handling this investigation. When they're done the investigation, they will turn their findings over to the district attorney, who will determine whether or not this warrants any further action or criminal charges or anything like that. But for now, more. Well, we've seen how that goes. This morning, in Elizabeth City, Brendan Ponton. We just watched a whole fucking two-hour press conference. The woman dancing around. God. Content warning. I don't think anyone dies in this one. Luckily. But I think it's still going to be horrific to watch. This is a deaf black woman. I believe it starts off with her signing. Let's go. You can record, I'm recording too, but I need you to come in front of my car. Why does she have to do it? What's happening? I'll have you come with me so you can you, you can You can hear her. Like, she's... She's already freaking out. Ow, ow. Come on. Come on. Did he just grab her? Come on. I saw... She's nervous as shit, and I would be too. Oh my god, why? 
back. Have her sit down on the curb. We're, we're not supposed to live in a police state. This shit is not supposed to go on. I will let her know since she sits down. Now, you're here because a friend of hers saying she's out here stalking and harassing. She's I not stalking. She I just don't know what the truth is, but have her sit down. Have her sit down. She has no clue what's going on. Okay, that's fine, but I need you to sit down. Sit down. Sit down, or I will sit you down. Sit down. Oh, my God. Don't put your hands on her. Okay. She's kind of too insecure. I, I don't. I don't know, Bobby. What I need to know is I'm investigating something. I just need to be safe. That's all there is to it. Okay. She's just over here because she needs her money back from her friend. That's what I'm trying to find out. But you see how we need to get there. Sit. Don't be. Don't be getting away. What is she doing? She's not. She's just not doing anything. Okay. Well, she's not following directions. Is what's not happening. She doesn't know what's going on. Does she have ID? I need ID. Bobby. ID? What? Yes, ID. Yeah, in the car. Okay. So, no, 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 sit, sit. She'll get it. She don't no. know. That's fine. Okay, okay, we'll go, get go, go, that go. later. Sit down, sit down. Down, sit, sit down. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. God damn it. Don't, 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 don't tell her. To put her hands behind her back. Tell her to put her hands behind her back. Jesus Christ! Why are you gonna traumatize a child like that? Oh my God! I fucking hate cops. Wow. I'm, they just like wow. they do no good. Wow. I mean, I've even had cops tell me like we don't catch the good criminals; we only catch the stupid ones. Settle down. Fuck. Listen. <laughs> Talk some sense into her. She's freaking out. She's got some jackbooted thugs throwing her around. She doesn't understand what's going on. Oh, she sounds so cute. to a child I mean at least he didn't shoot her fuck I do not know this other lady but when we're getting accusations when we get accusations we need to come find out what the truth is no 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 you get accusations you should not like I'm tired of it like the cops should not be allowed to respond to anything that isn't like life threatening 
some sort of traffic cop that's not armed go out and do a police report for a accident. I, we just we need to drastically reduce the number of police interactions. Uh-huh. I, the rest of this is not relevant. Let's find out what the story is. If anything's going to happen to the cops, happened in Las, uh, North Las Vegas, Nevada. Video showing the dramatic detainment of a black deaf woman as police ask her crying children to interpret for her is going viral. Woman documented the entire incident during a Facebook Live on April the 7th. Andrea Hollingsworth was waiting in her car with her two 11-year-old twins in the back seat after moving out of her ex-friend's home. Hollingsworth, who is deaf and cannot read lips, had returned to her former friend's home to retrieve $200 she had originally paid for rent but felt was owed back since she moved out of the home. While Hollingsworth, which is nothing the cops need to be involved in. While Hollingsworth waited in her car, officers were dispatched by Hollingsworth's ex-friend, identified as Latina Jones. Latina, why'd you have to call the cops? Who claimed she was being stalked and harassed by Hollingsworth and feared for her safety. According to the U.S. Department of Justice's Guide for Law Enforcement Officers, when dealing with deaf citizens or those who are hard of hearing, family members should never be used to interpret unless it is an emergency. So the cops broke policy. In the video, the officer asked, especially it's a child, asked Hollingsworth to get out of the vehicle. However, Hollingsworth is unable to understand or hear the officer. The officer, after so, of course he became agitated because he's got a little dick, a huge ego, little dick. The officer, after asking several times for Hollingsworth to get out of the car, can be seen pulling her out by her arm. Hollingsworth is told several times to sit down on the curb, but does not seem to understand the officer's command. Okay, uh, all of a sudden, Hollingsworth appears to lunge forward and a scuffle ensues as her children continue to scream in the background. Officers at the scene reported attempting to get Hollingsworth to sit down on the curb multiple times before they resorted to putting her in handcuffs. While Hollingsworth was detained by officers, her daughters spoke to another officer at the scene while they were waiting inside the car. Officers determined no crime was committed. No shit! I can tell you a crime that was committed, though. One by the cops. And this was a civil dispute and let Hollingsworth, even from the description of it, it sounded like a civil dispute. Hollingsworth did not report any injuries, luckily. The horrible events that occurred are in direct violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Pro Bono ASL wrote in a description citing the U.S. Department of Justice's guide for uh, for law enforcement officers. (sighs) Here's another one for you and another one. 
This was posted by TMZ earlier today. I'm not exactly sure when it happened. What happened? What happened? We ain't doing nothing. Well, they've got they've got guns pointed. I don't think they knew they had guns pointed. What the fuck happened? Oh, these are children too, aren't they? Okay. By the way, these these are not the suspects. Okay. They, they've got the wrong people. But I'm saying you got your gun drawn and I didn't do nothing. Honestly, that what? made no sense, Tones. Hold on, hold on. I can't hear you. I got my headphones in. I need to I need to stop them. Me? Oh god, he's got his headphones in. What? Crawl towards him. Oh my god, I hate cops. I mean, I, I like to know what's going on because at this point, this should be illegal in America. We're supposed to be free. The cops aren't supposed to be able to just stop random people at gunpoint. Keep your feet out. Cross them. Cross them. Cross them. Hey man, can you not kick me, please? I I thought about making a, a, a remark about the founders. I mean, they were probably okay with it because they were black, you know. Shit. Totally pointless, and we know the Daniel uh, uh, Shaver video. I don't know what description you guys talking about, but I feel violated right now. Got him murdered. We ain't trying to violate nigga. Nobody's rights, right? No, because you guys got my my buddy right there crawling. I mean, they had their arms out. Like, that's, a, that's one thing. Cops are always giving conflicting orders and shit. Police officers stopped and detained two guys riding on their uh, bicycles, apparently because they looked like two other guys they were after. But consider the current climate, it was a pretty scary encounter for the cyclists. I fucking bet. Oh, hell yeah. Gives the description. Let us know what happened. Yeah. So the description, we actually turn out not to be the actual robbers. Or did not actually fit the description because they brought the person over, like literally brought the, after done taking pictures of me, they don't take my fingerprint, all of that shit against me saying I don't, I don't, I don't even consent and none of this shit, right? So after all that's done, they they brought the person over that actually got robbed, and they were sitting in the truck and they had they had me stand up. They had the spotlight shine on me, the cops shine a light on me, and then the person said, no, that's not them. Literally. Well, thank God. Just to clarify with you guys, the cops wasn't parked. When I turned my GoPro on, they made a U-turn. They actually was coming behind us, and they made a U-turn. Jesus Christ. Oh. But you know, the cops are actually the victims. You know that, right? Chicago cop listed as a victim in police report after he fatally shot an unarmed 13-year-old. The Chicago police officer who shot and killed 13-year-old Adam Toledo was listed as a victim in the incident report. Despite the footage appearing to show that the teenager was unarmed when Officer Eric Stillman shot him, 
The report lists the 34-year-old cop as a victim in an aggravated assault of a law enforcement officer. They listed it as an aggravated assault of a law enforcement officer. You've got to be joking me. In the tactical response report released by the police watchdog agency, it was also stated that Toledo had been armed with a semi-automatic pistol, which was displayed, not used. Tom Nolan, an expert on law enforcement who once worked with the Boston Police Department, told Insider that listing the cop as the victim in the report is a long-used and hackneyed police trope to recast the focus of culpability and blame onto the actual victim of the police deadly force incident, i.e. the person the police killed. He added, thus the victim in this case, the unarmed dead child who was shot and killed by police, becomes the perpetrator and the police officer shooter, the killer, assumes the posture and pose of the victim. I might take Friday off just because this has been a really heavy week and also I'm losing my voice. You are you are warned. Yeah, Republicans are fucking morons. What's going on? You enjoy myself. I hope you enjoy my new graphics. You didn't come by and tell me happy anniversary yesterday on my one-year anniversary show. How dare you? I thought you were my biggest fan. I think you are a liar, sir. And you know what happens if you protest police brutality? The, bre- the police is under investigation will get brutal tonight. with you. After a video surfaced on social media of what many are calling excessive force. The video that was posted on Facebook shows five police officers attempting to arrest a man at Jefferson Square Park. The man, who has been identified as Denorver Garrett, was eventually forced to the ground. Then an unidentified officer hit Garrett. Yeah, fuck you for coming in here and saying that after all we've watched. Times. As four other officers pinned him to I the don't ground. give a shit if he was a jackass. He could be the, the, the most horrible person in the world. Arrest. Shortly after the video surfaced, Chief Erica Shields released a statement saying in part, quote, The cops don't have a right a to violate his civil rights. Consistent with and any right-winger should agree with me on that. The state does not have the power to do that to a citizen. According to court records, but you're a fucking bootlicker. You don't actually care about freedom or liberty or anything. Garrett standing in the middle of the street holding a large wooden cross, which resulted in the officers intervening. Court documents also say That's when it. was told he was under arrest, he resisted the officer's movements to put his... So he was arrested for holding a wooden cross. Arrested for holding a wooden cross. But I mean, of course, dumb fuck right-wingers, even though it's the First Amendment and the founders were explicit about the right to protest, especially the government, bootlickers like yourself will line up 
against anti-protesting bills, anti-rioting bills and shit. Like Ron DeSantis down in Florida. Ron DeSantis was yesterday signing what he calls the strongest anti-rioting pro-law enforcement legislation in the country as anti-police riots rage across the... Because, well, we should be rioting. After all we've watched here tonight on the show, after all the innocent people killed at the hands of police, all the incompetence, I've made the, I've made the argument a million times. The courts say cops have no duty to protect you. Why do we even have them in the first place? The courts have said it's okay to bar people with high IQs from becoming cops. Cops actually discriminate against people with high IQs. You absolutely have a right to riot if your government, if the state no longer rep- no longer represents you. And I thought, I thought Republicans agreed with that. I thought Republicans agreed that the tree of liberty needs to be watered with the blood of tyrants. I'm not, because the right-wingers that stormed the Capitol, besides being absolute morons... They were storming the Capitol against the Constitution in order to prevent a constitutionally mandated process from taking place. The people rioting in the streets, BLM, Antifa, are standing up for the Constitution. The cops are a fascist organization And they are corrupt, child molesting, murdering pieces of shit. The nation, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd was uh, with the governor yesterday. You saw him over his right shoulder when he signed that bill and it passed by a 2317 margin. So, Sheriff, just like this cop right here. Well, it just reconfirms our commitment to keep the community safe. Nowhere in the Constitution does it state that you can snuff out somebody's life in the street without a trial. Matter of fact, it says the exact opposite, sir. It says the exact opposite. I read the Fifth Amendment when we were doing closing arguments in the George Floyd trial. I read the Fourth Amendment when we were watching the video of the guns getting pointed in his face over the accusation of a $20 bill. You do not believe in the Constitution, sir. Not a good faith argument. Sprouls, our Speaker of the House, Wilton Simpson, our Senate President, worked together to say, look, protests are fine. Peaceful protests are all right. But rioting, looting, burning mom and pop out. They don't believe that. That's not a That bill is a joke. I encourage everyone to go read that bill and what it actually does. Florida safe as well as the millions of people that visit with us every year. So It is 100% designed to curb peaceful protests. Governments over personal or property damage increases that political figures don't like. Roadways or to face public monuments. 
all, I think, positive steps. But you know what I sense also is great after talking to so many police officers over the last two couple of years, especially? It shows the government... I don't give a shit what cops have to say. We've watched cops tonight on this show murder people out of fucking sheer ignorance, stupidity, incompetence. I don't... I don't fucking know. Hatred. What's important? Just the fact that they're fucking Nazis. But if the government officials don't have our back, yep. then it's impossible to keep the community safe. And that's what we've seen throughout the nation. The government officials... This motherfucker probably raping kids. We have prosecutors saying we... Allegedly. Well, what do they think's going to happen when you give the... Look right up, Boston Police Department child molestation cover-up. in Florida. We love the people of the state of Florida. We get it right. I've looked at the FBI statistics. You want to talk about the FBI statistics? The FBI has been warning about the rise of white supremacists in law enforcement for years. I'll love to talk to you about the FBI statistics. What you want me to look up, bitch? Does sound like some big government, doesn't it? You know what kind of people we're dealing with? Cops are the kind of people that not only will they rape children, like in Louisville or Boston, I encourage everybody to look that up. I can't believe that in the last year, two whole police departments were found covering up the child molestation by their own officers. And it's not a bigger story. Here is video of cops tearing down memorials. Wait, why are you taking this one down? Why are you taking Wait, this down? Wait, why are you taking this one down? Why are you taking this down? Why are you taking it down? Cops tearing down memorials. I see nothing wrong with drag story time for kids. Who gives a shit? You can have some respect. You know who did drag? Do you know who did drag? Fucking the founding fathers. Fucking people just drag all throughout history. What the fuck is wrong with right-wingers? They come in here like, oh, well, you think drag time for story, drag story time for kids is bad. Or good or whatever. Yeah, fucking yay. Let the drag, have you ever met some drag queens? Drag queens are awesome. Let the drag queens go read to children. Fuck yeah. Yes, let drag queens go read to children. How is it pedo shit? You know what's pedo shit? Matt Gates is pedo shit. You know what's pedo shit? The cops in Boston. Do you want me to look it up here for you? And he's still defending it. The former Boston police commissioner defends the handlings of Patrick Rowe's abuse allegations. Thanks for joining us. I'm Paula Evan with the WBZ News Update. Our top stories. This is pedo shit. Oh, that's not it. This is not the video of the story that we actually clicked on. A former Boston police commissioner is pushing back against allegations that he failed to take actions against the now-retired officer who was accused of sexually assaulting a minor in the 1990s. He now has 27 counts against him. 
In a statement released late Tuesday, Paul F. Evans, I guess this was the original account because the cops knew about it in the 90s and let him off. He's now facing 27 counts. Nobody has trouble with dissenting viewpoints here. But you know what? We're, ti- we're kind of tired of your bullshit. We've spent fucking two hours or more watching cops just be completely incompetent. Dude, I've made this. I've made the. I've told you. Told you. This is a whole police department covering up child molestation. We can go on over to Louisville and the same thing. Hold the police department covering up child molestation. We can go to Baltimore. Whole police department covering up them using toy guns to plant on children that they killed. They were running a drug extortion racket. One time they used a police brutality protest to rob a pharmacy. Go look it up. Go look up the cop in Florida that was planting meth on drivers. There are no good cops. The entire system is corrupt as fuck. There's no reforming it. Because you've got cops that act like this. It's on the sidewalk. What's your badge number? They they think they're the victims. Can I have the sign? They're not out to serve justice. Because you're an asshole, that's why. Because they're assholes. Why does it need to be taken down? Fuck the police. And then, then they do other shit like this. Minnesota City spent over $9,000 to protect the home of former officer who shot Dante Wright. All cops should quit. Yes. See, unlike right-wingers that talk a big game about believing in freedom, I actually believe in freedom. I actually believe in liberty. I stand up for it. And you know what? If, If this killer cop feared for her safety, she should have been put in the slammer and put in solitary confinement for her own safety. Instead, the city spent $9,000 fucking dollars to fortify her home. City spokeswoman Ashley Wagner told Axios that the city will seek reimbursement for the $9,000 in physical security costs should a source become available. An estimate for the police staffing costs wasn't yet available, she added. Wagner said the security is needed to protect against a fire in a residential neighborhood if anyone decided to carry through on threats and also provide officers with a protected place in case of a violent crowd. Absolute bullshit. That's that's the way killers get treated. 
Fuck. Jacob Blake, the man that was shot seven times in the back by cops, had some thoughts on the George Floyd, or I mean, I'm sorry, the Derek Chauvin verdict yesterday. Oh, shit. Hold on. The lawyers. What it is and what it do. Once again, shout out to George Floyd. Shout out to the protesters, to the lawyers, his family. You know. Shit, I thought he had a spliff. He had some kind of like fucking mustache comb. Shout out to the judge. Shout out to the jury. Um, this is what's up. We got one. We got one, at least. So let's go for it. Let's get the rest of them. I can't I believe the motherfucker that shot you is back on the on the fucking force. Yeah, I have to. If you don't, this world ain't gonna last, man. Society ain't gonna be able to hold that weight on his back. It's too much. Way too much. Damn right, it's too much. You know what? Since we mentioned Derek Chauvin, let's see inside of the Oak Park Heights prison where Chauvin is currently being held. We also have the booking photo. Chauvin will spend the next eight weeks at Minnesota Correctional Facility Oak Park Heights, a maximum security state prison from which no inmate has ever escaped in his nearly 40-year history. Chauvin, who is facing up to 40 years. Now, we were wrong yesterday on the stream because uh, they run uh, congruent, not concurrent, in Minnesota. After being convicted in the murder of George Floyd, the ex-Minneapolis cop had his bail swiftly revoked and he was transferred to the prison in Stillwater. Chauvin, who is facing up to 40 years for killing Floyd. You should be thoroughly confused. Oh, I don't have the picture. The facility, which is about 25 miles east of downtown Minneapolis, has a reputation for being highly secure and housing some of the most notorious criminals. We have a picture of the outside here. Here is Chauvin's mugshot. Man, I need to make a I need to make a troll shirt. By the way, you enjoy myself. Pick up a troll Biden shirt. Come on. I uh I purposely when I relaunched my my uh store, I focused on making some designs that would appeal to right wingers. So please go get a troll Biden or a Nancy Trelosi shirt. You know you want to. Here's the inside of the Oak Park facility. Prison employees have warned that there had been many staff assaults. Working there can be dangerous. There's the courtyard. It's going to have a nice baseball field. You think Chauvin's going to be on the baseball team in court, right? I mean, in, in prison. Must be on top of your toes. It's summertime. He's going to get out in that, that courtyard. The facility, which can house up to 473 inmates, has been home to some of the state's most dangerous criminals. 
Here's a shot of what Chauvin's jail cell that he is sitting in right now. Prison cell, I'm sorry. Looks a little more like a hospital than I expected. Not, yeah, it's not that bad. Per the facility's COVID-19 guidance, Chauvin will be allowed to have a limited number of visits. All visits are limited to up to one hour, and all guests must wear masks. It did look like a hospital, didn't it? Visitors and inmates, however, are prohibited from having any physical contact. So this was a New York Post article. If you want to go follow up, read the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, the outside of it. Yeah, it did really get the, the prison vibe there. But that, that shot does look like a hospital. I will give you that. That I mean, that looks like a hospital bed. It's got the, the shit on it and everything. That certainly looks like a prison, though. A teen with a cell phone in sheer guts is credited for Derek Chauvin's murder conviction. Van Jones, your response to your reaction to this verdict. Fuck Van Jones. Yeah, because you can't wink in the shower. If not for Darnella Frazier's quick thinking, Derek Chauvin might still be a Minneapolis police officer. That sucks to think about because we know they lied. The entire police report to the George Floyd incident is a fabrication. It is nothing like the video that we all watched. So if it hadn't have been for that young lady right there, we might not have seen at least a monicum of justice yesterday. Now the teen who stood firm, capturing the longest and clearest bystander video of George Floyd's final moments, is overcome with emotion and praise after Chauvin's conviction on Tuesday. This is her post on Facebook. I just cried so hard this last hour. My heart was beating so fast. I was so anxious. I think we were all anxious. You enjoy myself. You should go back yesterday's stream. Go back to the moment that I realize that Chauvin is going to be put in cuffs. Because I know how court works. And I'm like, oh shit, they're getting ready to take him out of here in cuffs. And sure enough, they did. What end game? What do you mean end game? Justice is the end game. Bailiff. What is my ideal society? Are you going to try to straw man me? I fuck. I'm not, I'm not idealistic enough to think that there is an ideal society. 
I'm awfully cynical. What are you talking about? I I am saying that we would all be better off without cops. Ever what you will. Let all the cops quit. I don't care. There has to be some police. I've addressed this in other shows, by the way. There has to be some police force. I'm aware. Last time I was, last time I was in a jail, the uh, uh, correctional officer, the CO that was in charge, stole money off of me because all cops are crooked. All of them. So we need to fire them all and then hire new people under different guidelines, much stricter guidelines. I don't know what you're confused about. As I've gone into detail about this before. I don't feel like going into detail about it now. Tucker Carlson apparently had a shit fit. I have been waiting to watch this. Is this a full video? Here's the first clip. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Came to a unanimous and unequivocal verdict this afternoon. Please don't hurt us. I I I have not seen the AOC live stream on Twitter. We watched her uh, fucking brilliant breakdown. I think it was an Instagram story or multiple stories that she told about how her week was in Congress and what she worked on. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. AOC is a fantastic political mind and is leading the way into the new century of political thought. A bailiff executes writs. Thank you very much, Tones. The jurors spoke for many in this country. Everyone understood perfectly well the consequences of an acquittal in this case. After nearly a year of burning and looting and murder by BLM, that was never in doubt. Hold on, hold on. Everyone, like, I I, I I, bring this up often. Do I always have to correct Tucker Carlson? Because everybody knows Tucker Carlson's full of shit. There we go. It pops up. I, I go to this article so fucking often. Fed Safe Our Right Group. Coordinated attack on Minneapolis pre- police precinct during protest. Once again, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District. Fed say far right group coordinated attack on Minneapolis police precinct. Police precinct. I'm really getting tired, guys. I've, I've all day on fucking Monday for the the uh, Chauvin closing arguments. The fucking super show last night for one year anniversary and 420. I'm losing my voice big time. I, I may have to take Friday off. I'll try to make it through the week. Fed say far right group coordinated attack on Minneapolis police precinct during protest. So BLM didn't burn down no fucking cities, motherfucker. It was your supporters. Burning and looting and murder by BLM. Burning and looting and murder. Murder. Thousand miles from Minneapolis, police in Los Angeles preemptively blocked roads. Why? They knew what would happen if Derek Chauvin got off. In the end, he didn't get off. If given the maximum sentence under the law, he will spend the rest of his life in prison. Is that a fair punishment? Is the officer guilty of the specific crimes for which he was just convicted? 
We can debate all that. He might not spend the rest of his life in prison. But here's what we can't debate. No mob has the right... Maybe after they add the tax fraud charges in there. ...not for any reason. No politician or media figure has the right to intimidate a jury. And no political party has the right to impose a different standard of justice on its own supporters. Those things are unacceptable in America. All of them are happening I, now. Tax fraud, tax fraud. He'll, he'll get put away for life on the tax fraud charges. will leave. The country as we knew it will be over. So we must stop this current insanity. It's an attack on civilization. We as must stop. More than the future of Derek Chauvin or the memory of George Floyd. At stake is America. So the white America that Tucker opines for. Candace Owens is the host of Candace. Oh, this should be good. Candace Owens on now, Tucker Carlson. I think in a country like ours. Also, Tucker as well has a new graphics package since the last time I saw his show. And I, we watch clips of Tucker pretty often, so relatively recent. Did he do a 420 anniversary celebration show as well and debut new graphics? I mean, this is the most first world country that's ever been. You think the most civilized and the most just. Here you have to consider a murder Exactly. Case they were sequestered. The politics. When you get to Friday that, on. haven't you already given up civilization? Well, that's correct. Monday. And what we're really seeing is mob justice, and, and that's really what happened with this entire trial. This was not a trial about George Floyd or Derek Chauvin. This was... What? She's got a picture of Nashville behind her. I've been to Nashville a gazillion times to concerts. Does Candace Owens... Oh, does she... Wear... Ben Shapiro's out of Nashville, isn't he? Candace Owens works for Ben Shapiro. Is that why she's got Nashville behind her? Fucking shit. Get out of here, Candace Owens. We don't want you here. The media uh, was powerful enough to create a simulation and decide upon a narrative absent any facts. Whether it was powerful enough to repeat showing and talking about a nine-minute clip that came from somebody's cell phone without adding any context, without showing the full, you know, the full police video, which they could... Yeah, we watched the full police video that proved that the police lied. Lied completely. That he wasn't resisting at all. That he complied with all their orders. That they were the ones escalating the entire time we have watched it that's why the jury found him guilty it was overwhelming candace owens i'll save that for later could have released. They refused to release the full body cam, which would have added more clarity um, to the fact that the media was lying. You know, the media came out. Let's not forget this, Tucker. The media came out and told us that this was a man who was just getting his life together. He was a good, you know, good member of society, and he got mixed up because a racist white police officer had it out for him and, and killed him. All of that fell apart. How did it fall apart? What? 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 Candace, Candace, we want, we want, we, we, we want, we want here on this stream. We watched it. Fox actually depends on the ignorance of their viewers that they're never actually going and checking the source material to know what the know to know that Tucker Carlson is full of shit, even though Fox will argue in court that no reasonable person should take Tucker seriously 
I agree with all Fox News on that point. That fell apart. We now know, of course, that he had enough fentanyl in him. It was three times the lethal dosage, three times lethal dosage in him when he died. But nobody cares. Trace amounts. What's she talking about? Narrative, and they kept hitting that narrative. And the reason why the Democrats are happy is because they realize, of course, the media supports them, and now means the Democrats can get whatever they want because they can create a narrative, and then they can treat people like pawns and get them to basically say, if we don't get what we want, we will riot. We will loot. We will send these people out like soldiers to destroy your neighborhoods. And that is exactly what has happened. That has been the determination of this trial. The media and the Democrats now have enough power to bully, to bully and to lie to and to create propaganda and to successfully win. And that is what happened. And they are celebrating that win today. This was not a fair trial. Only one side. No person can say this was a fair trial. What? You just got to take three steps back and acknowledge that only one side behaves this way. I mean, what? A, a jury in 1995 concluded that O.J. Simpson, despite DNA evidence, hadn't murdered two people, and there were no riots. But more to the point, there are a lot of people. I think there were sitting behind bars right now. Have been for months charged effectively with trespassing. We're not speculating. We've seen the charges. No Republican in the Congress stands up for them. Nobody. They're showing nobody Minneapolis has, from know, June 2020. Far right group. Far right group. Tucker Carlson's viewers were like the ones burning down the police department. I just showed you guys the news report. Is it? Why is that? Because we have. And then, like, seriously, how much more Nazi does it get? This motherfucker just complete disregard for the truth on here, preaching to us about the truth. I absolutely agree that the media is crooked as fuck. It's people like this. I mask off. He's gone completely hood on. Fuck, right wingers are morons. They're racist assholes. They're fucking Nazis. Jesus Christ pandemics going on right now. There's a pandemic of ignorance in this country, and that is only allowed to fly because we also have a pandemic of... Give me, give me, give me another fucking example besides the Minneapolis Police Department. That is the biggest example. That's the one every... When right-wingers say burn down cities, that's what they're talking about. The footage Tucker is playing right now is footage of his followers doing that shit cowardice in this country okay so we have people that are, are purposefully putting out a bunch of ignorance but like there was fucking and then we have people garbage cans on fire or something there's no there's no actual thing you can point to that is wrong you talk about it a one cop car somewhere people that are sitting in congress that are willing to take this fight where it needs to be taken by the way you bring up maxine waters inciting violence i'm so old tucker that i remember when a man said march peacefully and patriotically i'm so old candace that I remember when you won a fucking court case for racial discrimination and then made a career out of telling white people that racial discrimination is not a thing, you fucking grifter.
into the Capitol, and that was considered an insight to violence, right? That was like, oh my God, stop the press, get this person disappeared from social media because he is calling for violence. Look at what Maxine Waters says. No one, no one in the media is condemning these and <laughs> condemning these remarks. That same media that condemned Trump and his supporters for weeks on end is now defending Maxine Waters. And we both know this. Is I certainly the am. Maxine Waters has incited violence. Don't forget, rush down. If you see a Trump supporter, you got to rush do down. You, do you know what I think you enjoy myself? Is that you've had that fucking story, that propaganda shoved down your throat. I have seen so many right-wing outlets share that story multiple times a day. But do you know what they've never shared out? That the Boston fucking police association captain or chief or whatever the fuck his title was, was molesting young boys and that the whole fucking department covered it up for 30 years. So explain to me who has a narrative and who is crooked and who is trying to push an agenda. I don't even fucking know the name of the woman that's the head of BLM. Who gives a fuck? How is that powerful redirection? I am telling you that you're focused on something that doesn't goddamn matter in order to build a narrative for your right-wing bullshit. Meanwhile, the cops are acting like Nazis, raping kids, murdering people in the streets, and you don't give a shit. And you want to tell me you believe in liberty or freedom? Go fuck yourself. I'm done with dumb fuck right-wingers. I'm done with your bullshit. In the restaurants, they're allowed to do this. They play by a different set of rules, but it's because we... How, how am I being taken for a ride? How am I being taken for a ride, motherfucker? I didn't know her name. I don't know who the fuck she is. I don't give a shit. How am I being taken for a ride? Meanwhile, Candace Owens, go look at how much Candace Owens is worth. Once again, a woman who sued for racial discrimination and won has built a career out of telling white people that there is no racial discrimination. Go fuck yourself. Who's being taken for a ride around here? Certainly not me. I'd love to go for a ride. Somebody come ride on this cock. Last woman I was with made me do all the work. That different set of rules. They get away with virtually everything because we don't have strong people on our side that are willing to stand up, you know, and, and, and that it's a sad conclusion. It really is so frustrating. And the idea of martyring Gen- George Floyd, the way Nancy... She never shuts the fuck up. It, What's she talking about? All of the trauma that he brought against his victims while he was alive. You know, a man that served you know, seven plus stints in prison while he was alive. Armed robbery being two of the reasons why. So, and now so, 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 so. be synonymous with justice. Imagine Tucker, if you are one of his victims that is alive, one of his victims that he armed robbed, and you have to hear that this a million always be synonymous with justice. How would for what? What's she known for? Living in fiction right now in America, we are losing this country, and we are living in fiction because people are not strong enough to call out this stuff. And I feel like I'm one of the only ones who has. I'm calling you out right now. Mobbed into a different reality. 
This is where they try and pull you off the internet because you're not afraid. I just got to ask you. It's so it's frustrating. And see, once again, what a fucking straw man. Oh, they're going to pull you off the internet because you speak so much truth. When the exact opposite is true, I sat here and played the entire clip. I mentioned it earlier when we were doing the press conference with the DA. Always be weary of people. Leery, 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 leery. Not weary. Not weary. Don't be leery of people who are trying to build a narrative and don't give you, like, just the video. Who tell you what to believe. Once again, Fox News viewers, Tucker's viewers, Candace Owens fans. Like, these people, they depend on, like, the fact that, like, you enjoy myself as an idiot and doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He was well-informed. He wouldn't be listening to these morons. I'm sorry, like, I'm, I've, I've been streaming so much this week. We're, we've gone over three hours tonight because that stupid-ass press conference. I've been talking about where one side ferociously defends its power, the other side abandons its voters to jail. I wonder, though, is there a point where just ordinary people can say, you know, I, I'm not going to I'm not stoned enough for this. You're not allowed to block my street with a protest or intimidate me uh, on my front lawn or break into my store and steal stuff. Like, I'm going to defend my family. I'm going to defend my business. You don't have a right to do that. There's no justification for riots anymore. And I'm just not going to put up with it. No. Will we get to that why, point, do you think? No, we're not going to. That's why they're already moving the ball. They're already moving it. They're moving the goalpost already because they're saying right now that that's not enough. That wasn't justice, by the way, because what they're saying is what they want is a perpetual revolution. It's why they yes! want people to be ignorant. It's why they want people in the education system to learn nothing but race and how to be angry. They want people acting like toddlers because when people are ignorant, they act like toddlers. They whine, they complain, they cry because they are absent facts. They are absent knowledge. So we are actually seeing a system Whereas if you look up FBI statistics, I think you enjoy myself mentioned it. And it is working with the education institutions, teaching critical race theory and all political violence is all coming from one side. The FBI has been sounding the alarm about it for a while, actually. And that are willing to write and loot on behalf of the Democrats, because that's all they want right now are pawns in their nefarious scheme to take over this country. Like you enjoy myself even talking like Candace Owens. That's a shame. They just all say the same stupid shit over and over again. LeBron James can't believe the Raiders tweet after Derek Chauvin verdict. Yes, nefarious scheme. That's exactly what it is. I don't I don't even know what they tweeted. Oh. 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 Ouch. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, I apparently they moved. Tweeted out, I can breathe for 2021. LeBron James retweeted, uh, this is real, question mark, question mark. Nah, man, this ain't it at all. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those what the fuck things. Kind of like what, uh, kind of like what uh, watching Gutfield is. Gutfield. Gutfield. Yeah, I said it right. <laughs> okay, this is how we're going to wrap it up here. This is a Stephen Crowder clip talking about Greg Gutfield. Apparently, the two of them don't like each other. 
I'm taking it from this clip. The sake. I'm saying he's guilty. Uh, Greg Gutfeld, I was trying to avoid talking about this. Right. Uh, I try and avoid talking about this stuff, especially when it's someone who... Wait, know, why does he have a flak jacket on? Is that a thing he does? Or, or a, a, a Kevlar vest or whatever the fuck that is? Personally known, had a relationship with. Oh, oh, he's got a sponsor. GG. That's um, why he's doing it. But this was making the rounds. Greg Gutfeld saying that he was glad Chauvin was found guilty on all counts, even if he wasn't guilty on all counts. Yeah. And so I initially read it, and I said, and people were jumping on him. Mm. And I said, look, I haven't seen the whole clip. I know he can be sarcastic. So yeah. it was probably taken out of context. And I know Ben Shapiro said that he screwed up. Other people were talking about it. I said, look, this is one of those things. Are people just not understanding the sarcasm? And I want to be clear here. So I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt because on a personal level, uh, I know that. Um, uh, you're kind of a gut-filled ripoff, aren't you? Not a huge fan. Not a man known to be. Of the, he's very much a, a, a quizzling for the higher ups. Will say whatever he needs to say to be paid, and uh, you know, probably the biggest gossip I've ever known. So <laughs> even then, you've never heard me say <laughs> anything gossip. because I've just tried wow. to remove myself. Yeah. But here is the clip. I'm Brady here for this. I'm here for the right wing dump bugs eating each other, and it it doesn't get better. That was what was creating the perception of division. Everybody agreed this case was disgusting and ugly and there should be justice. But there was another story being played a lot. And now I'm going to just get really selfish. Uh, I'm gl- In the minds of dumb fuck right-wingers. They just they create this reality through their, their echo chamber media where they all repeat the same bullshit. Add that he was found guilty on all charges. Yeah. Even... If he might not be guilty of all charges, oh my God. I am glad that he is guilty of all charges because I want a verdict that keeps this. Just a comment on what Gutfeld is saying. I want to say that the the one doesn't follow from the other. Gutfeld. People are upset because people are getting off with murder. You see? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. I didn't know you hadn't seen that clip, Toads. Yeah, this is fucking... Let's take it back just a little bit. Charges, because I want a verdict that keeps this country from going up oh. in flames. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. No. That's Judge Janine. Look, Greg, listen. What do you mean? No, I'm at least being honest. I, my, <laughs> my, ta- my neighborhood was looted. Greg, I don't ever want to go through that again. We do not sacrifice individuals for the sake I'm of I'm saying he's guilty. I'm saying I'm glad uh, about the verdict. Uh, but, okay, but the bottom line is you can't that, courtroom, that. that courtroom is a place where the evidence is, is brought in. I mean, people weren't going to riot. In terms of the way it's handled. Because he Everything was. outside of the courtroom does not enter it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Not guilty and found not guilty. Did you hear... What Tope, my, my we all witnessed the murder. Some people, when they said, hey, we're not going to loot tonight, we're going to celebrate. Right, so right. we were dealing with what we thought was a sense of, of uh, extortion, that if this didn't go a certain way, I'm speaking the truth. If it didn't go a certain way, there was going destru- to be destruction. We know that. Why pretend otherwise? Right. So, Come on. Everything that he just said, we all agree with. He's talking about, well, listen, I'm just being honest. The threat of the mob. Speak the, the, reason, truth. the reason people are outraged is because the truth then leads to his conclusion, which is cowardice. Mm. Yeah. That's the issue. All those things can be true. The mob, right? People saying. I'm going to throw. What? 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 
What? None of this. None of this shit makes sense. None of it. The the city was going to burn. You watched them on CNN saying you could cut cut the tension with a knife. Everything that he just said was accurate. Now, a man would say, and we need to do the right thing. Now, he seems to think that that Chauvin um, was entirely guilty. He said he doesn't know anyone who doesn't think that Chauvin deserved that verdict. Again, this is an issue of being in New York City, being out of touch. Keep in mind that a lot of these people at Fox News, a lot of these even conservative pundits at the other networks, they choose— Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe Crowder Crowder is just saying, you know, there are people that will defend Chauvin. Maybe Crowder is—maybe. This man looks incredibly insecure to live in New York City and they are somewhat out of touch. But he does he does work out. He is buff. I think that Derek Chauvin didn't deserve anything and I know plenty of people who thought he deserved manslaughter but it was yeah. an unfortunate situation. I know people like Dave Landau. Greg knows no one who thought that this was maybe not justice being carried it, out. It was a slam dunk. Care as long as he gets his. Truth, 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 truth and then conclusion determined by cowardice. That's why people yeah. are outraged just to be clear. That's why people are upset and I'm not outraged. I just think it's sad. Yeah. Well, I think it's that I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to be that guy's wife he set it up terribly he said I don't care whether he's guilty or not I'm glad that he was I mean that should stop you in your tracks what if you're on trial Greg and I'm just being guilty. I'm just being honest I know it's like <laughs> now you're saying that he's the <laughs> from Christmas story his retort is like come on when you know. Scott Farkas tells you to come you better come <laughs> right Roger Ailes oh he's not here anymore right 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 please keep me employed oh yeah that's just it's just the absolute wrong way of thinking because now you put you put the mob more in control of everything right so whatever that whatever keeps them appeased is okay now yeah well, well gerald's right he, the, when you see the beginning of the clip he does say that but then he he ends up saying oh no it's because i think he was guilty he's just covering his ass he doesn't yeah. think that yeah, it's I very don't... obvious to see his mind working to that and i it's I, tough I, to know i've never met them that that's an insight right Fox there i've never had the it's it's the honor. The, the honor. it's tough to know because he very much I I don't know I, mean, I think all of these people are full of shit. I think everybody is playing a fucking character. I think Steven Crowder would try to buddy buddy up with me and try to act like he was cool as fuck if like met him outside of political debate forum. Because every I've heard many people that know Steven Crowder say like he doesn't actually believe that bullshit. He's just doing it. It's for the money. So, who's being facetious? Who's not? I. It's hard telling when you're dealing with the media. That's one of the things, like, I, I always bring up, like, I did some work with a right-wing radio host, and I tried to get on his radio station. He was a program director. And when it came down to it, he was just like, I can't sell advertising on you. And I'm like, you can. You just have to word to do it. You fucking don't have one. <clears throat> but, like, he multiple times would, like, you know, hey, Rachel Maddow, you slimmed down when she went on camera. I'm like, so? I would, too, you know? That's, that's what somebody would do with a girl. Like, he was trying, he kept trying to, like, lift the curtain be like, oh, we're just playing a game. Like, off air, he was, like, the coolest, most affable guy. And he would he would even admit, like, Donald Trump is stupid. Anyone that would vote for Trump is stupid. And then voted for the guy because he's playing the political game. So, like, these people don't actually believe the things they're saying. I believe it. I believe everything I say. I don't take a position with a microphone in my hand 
without believing it. I don't know how Steven Crowder, Greg Gutfeld sleep at night. And I've always been this since I was like 20-something doing news. I, I fucking, I had to help the Kentucky State Police cover up a fucking murder when I was like 20 or 21 for a radio station. But even then, I had my objections. And I had to go back and forth with management about exactly how I would say it on the air. Because I have ethics. I used to not let my fucking voice be used on commercials, but I've done all kinds of commercials now. I've done commercials for Republican political candidates. Fuck it, I did a, a ad for a uh, Alabama Supreme Court justice. A Republican Alabama Supreme Court justice in the last election cycle. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'll take their money. I'll put my voice on it. And then it's fucking hilarious because I've also done like gay porn fucking audiobooks and shit. <laughs> so there, take that on your Christian cause. I'm narrating and shit. But when it comes to Justin Freakin', Justin Freakin' is 100%. The gay porn... I, uh, uh, I've got a sample somewhere. I could totally, like, I'm going to put that up on Patreon. Yeah, you can, you can hear me read some, some gay porn audiobooks. Oh, I've got a really smutty one. I send the girls, because, like, it's kind of hot. It's called, like, Can I Lick It or something. Like, it was, it was a straight audiobook I did. <laughs> and it's, it's really fucking funny. I, I, that, all that shit goes up on Patreon, but I'll put it on the, on the dollar. Go, you can support me for a dollar. Get access to that shit. All right. Like I, I have, I've gone way, way long. Tones, you may be the only one in here. I don't know. Oh, I encourage you to go to Echoplex. Ah, shit. I'll, I'll send you over there. We'll do it. If you're watching on Twitch gonna head over to I think they're on aren't they gonna head on over to Echoplex my good friends the producers I think tonight is the intellectual dollar tree yeah one of uh, one of my favorite shows oh sorry I started typing the intellectual dollar tree like no that's not what I'm Echoplex all right, go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freaking. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.